Well, guards, the start of 2019. I'm so glad we decided to not do Ultra Ranger this year. Like, you know, I need a break. A lot of shit's going on. So. Yeah. Don't look at me. I just planned out the next six months of uh, Ultra Ranger. What? Yeah. What the fuck did I tell you, Gar? I told you not to do that. So, so, so. I told you I was done. I needed a fucking break, and you kept going. Uh, oh yeah. Well, as you can see, I just. Gar. I kept going. Up until June. We talked about this Christmas Eve. I'm done. Oh, I thought you meant. Like you're done with Smash. No! I'm never done with Smash. Hell, I still got Red Dead Redemption 2 to finish. I'm busy. Well, whose fault's that? I guess I have no choice, do I? Uh, not according to the roll call, no. Schwad, then. A.G. Subaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of Belial. Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger of 2019. Yay! Yeah, hey, hey, come on. <laughs> 2019, I'm shocked that we didn't give up after Jeed. Yeah. yeah, I'm your host, uh, Yellow Yellow Ultra Caster Autogar. And I'm your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster Lane, Rose Pink Rosa. Oh goodness, you remembered. Yep. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are back from our two-week break. Kinda, we did the Enter the Amazon movie. That that. That was fun. Yeah, but uh, oh, but, now. but yeah, but Ultra Ranger, we're back. Yeah. For. Yeah. Back and better than ever. Uh, it was great to have that two-week break because more episodes of Ultraman Rube were subbed uh, over the holiday break. Three episodes, to be exact. Mm. So, uh, yeah. And uh, we both saw Bumblebee. And it was pretty fantastic. It was incredible. I loved it. I never L thought I loved it. never thought I would feel so hard for a girl and her robot. That sounds questionable, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just the movie was visually astonishing it's probably like the, the soundtrack was phenomenal like just if you want 80 an 80s movie mm. this is an 80s movie but yeah uh it currently isn't doing well in the box office because it's still in theaters as of this recording but uh yeah if you haven't seen it yet go see it go see it on tuesday or any day whichever day you're free go see it go see it or if you're listening to this and it's already out on blu-ray or dvd Go buy the Blu-ray DVD. It's now at three hundred and six million in the box office. So it has made its money back and is and is now considered a financial success. Yay! Which means we'll get another Transformers movie. Yay! That's good. Keep it going. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw uh, with Bluecaster. I saw Aquaman, and it was fucking fantastic like 10 out of 10 movie it was so fucking good yeah i have no i have no interest in it you should go see it though i should go see Just it go watch it hell i'll go like me and each year said like we're willing to go watch it again if we want yeah, well, I'll, I'll go see it with you if i'm gonna see it i'll go see it at my work for free okay i'll go see it with you next week all right well, i'll come with you i don't want to watch it again it's fucking good i want i want, I want to be there when you see it <laughs> Oh, you mean how, like, I wanted to be there when you saw Bumblebee? Yeah, exactly. There you go. See? There you go. You owe me. Also, uh, since we were gone over the holidays, Lane got me a pretty dope uh, Christmas gift. He got me a SH Figuarts of my favorite Ultraman, Zafi. Yeah, I sure did. And I love it. I know you do. I sure love it. It is the greatest thing that I could have ever had. I'm glad you like it, bud. I'm exaggerating, but 
Point is, it's a good figure. Yeah, figure arts Ultraman are pretty good. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was like, I was trying to figure out something for him for Christmas, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get him a figure out of his favorite Ultraman. Plus, he can just have an Ultraman figure art to know what those are like. Mm-hmm. So. And, uh, yeah, my sister got me a Nintendo Switch, but besides that. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. But, anyways, uh, let's get on to some news since there wasn't really a whole lot of news, but there was some in a, in a bit. From a certain point of view. Certain point of view. Yes. We're gonna start that joke early. Thank yes. you for moving that. <laughs> Alright, uh our first bit of news. Uh so in New York, um around the end of the year, December twenty eighth to be exact, uh there was a blue light in the sky. Yeah. Over the city of New York. Yeah. Uh, it was like a luminous display that moviegoers are very familiar with. It, it has nothing to do with the movie, I think. It was something about like a meltdown or something. It was like a transformer exploded. Yeah, transformer. Oh, shit. Boom, boom. Like an electric transformer. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't doubt Energon's blue. Yeah, so when it blew up, it like sent out like this blue explosion of light. Like and- you can see it from like very far. So, a lot of people are just, like, made the joke, oh my god, it was Godzilla firing his atomic breath. But if you look at it from a distance, it kind of looks like freaking one of the, the thing that every action movie or superhero movies does nowadays with the giant hole in the sky. Yeah, or, like, it looks like, like, uh, one of the ships from Independence Day, like, fired its giant fucking ray. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can tell, I can understand why it, look, it looks like Godzilla's <laughs> so, Someone tweeted out, the marketing for Godzilla 2 is pretty sweet so far. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. So yeah, uh, yeah, this advertising stuff for Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a good marketing ploy for a Godzilla movie. I miss the '98 Godzilla advertising. This oh, what's like, the size of this bus? I mean, which for the for the news article, they actually do have a picture of '98 Godzilla. I I don't care. I like this movie. Oh, yeah, I, I like the 98 Godzilla movie. And I like that. I like 98 Godzilla's design. I think mm-hmm. it's fucking cool. And uh, speak, speaking of Godzilla, uh, there's currently a petition going on, which I'm going to refresh this. Uh, there's a petition going on to re-release the mid-2000s Atari Godzilla games. Uh, Pipeworks developed uh, three games. Godzilla, Destroy All Monsters Melee for GameCube and Xbox. Uh, Godzilla, Save the Earth. And God, wait, Godzilla, Destroy All Monsters. Godzilla game. So, so yeah, basically this, this petition is basically implying like, hey, there's a new Godzilla movie coming out uh, this year. So it's like, how about we get those uh, old games re-released digitally or something? Uh, petition. The petition is asking for ten thousand signatures, and is currently saying that six thousand six hundred and fifty-five. Eight thousand. What did I say? You said six thousand. Oh, eight thousand. Sorry. Cool. Uh, hopefully, it reaches its ten thousand mark and keeps going. Actually, we. I, I wouldn't mind finding a copy of Godzilla: Destroy All Monsters Melee because that game is fun as hell. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's. It's like. You know, you know the Godzilla game for PS4. Yeah. Imagine that, but actually better. Ooh. <laughs> and it's like very cartoony kind of looking, and like it just it looks really cool. All right. Uh, moving on to some Ultraman, Ultraman news. Oh. So Ultraman Reboot had a stage show where he teamed up with Ultraman Zero and Jeed over uh, the holiday break. Okay. So Ultraman Reboot is actually not made by Tsuburaya all the way. He is a collaboration with a Taiwanese? Mm, Okay. He he is not made directly from Tsuburaya. He was made for a kids show that aired on Asian Disney uh, Disney channels. Uh, He was part of a series called Upen and Ipens. Upen and Epen. Okay. 
Uh, all right. Open an iPad. Oh, I've been. Uh, it was Southeast Asia occurrences on Dis countries on Disney Channel. Yeah. So, so this is like a Malaysian-made Ultraman. Yeah. Cool. He was like completely CGI. Oh. Like it. Well, it's a three D. That's, that's a suit of him, right there. Yeah, that's a suit of him. Oh, it looks. Yeah, it's not bad looking actually. Yeah. That'd be cool if they showed him in the series. And what's also cool is that he's actually in the crowd for oh. the fiftieth uh, anniversary shot. Oh. Good for him. Right beside Ultraman X, Saga, and the other three rejects. I mean... <laughs> Ouch. Alrighty. Well, yeah, it was cool. Probably no uh, cam uh, probably no footage of him teaming up with Zero or Gene. But hey, at least he's getting more acknowledgement. Yay, good for him. Uh, speaking of Toei, or Kaijus. Yeah, Kaijus. <laughs> Uh, the trailer for Kaiju Ward came out, like we said in the last episode, it was, came out the while we were on break. I saw the trailer, it is mind-blowing. I haven't seen it yet, so... You wanna watch it right now? Yes. Alright, we'll be right back after these trailers. That looks cool. Yeah, it looks... I, th I think it's the best Toei can do at making their own Kaiju film. It looks cheesy. Yeah. And, and, like, and I watch Ultraman. And like Subaru and Toe are just gonna be looking at them like That should be one of our shirts. Oh that like that looks cheesy and I watch Ultraman. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, the series follows Erica, a mysterious girl with strange powers, a man who run a man on the run named Hayato, a woman with a scar on her face, and a bar owner. Uh, Yamamoto also serves as associate producer. Hmm. Alright. And yes, Hurricane Yellow and Hurricane Blue are also in this series. In which it, I might as well mention that as well. I've also been watching Hurricane I'm five episodes in. It's pretty good so far. Pretty good story. Well, not story, but like the pacing's good. I still can't believe they kept the whole hamster thing. I didn't know that was a that was a Sentai thing. I thought that was just a Power Ranger thing. It's like, oh no, it's an actual hamster. Yeah, he like fucked up his jutsu or something like that. He, he uh, according to the subs that I watched, he he missed a bit of dialogue and now he's stuck as a hamster. Anyways. Anyways, uh, this is coming out February second, uh, for the Tokusatsu. Okay, I think I can get this. The Tokusatsu Fun Club? No. Toei Tokusatsu Fan Club. That's it. Keep forgetting the Toei part. Cool. And the rest of this news is basically Gridman news of because course. Gridman ended while we took our two week break. Yeah, according to Raven, it's fucking mind blowing, so. It's on the schedule. <clears throat> it's up there. But, uh, yeah, first thing first, uh, there's a teaser trailer where it's. It's not hinting that there's going to be a crossover. It's basically saying, hey, even though Gridman's over with, we do have another anime coming out next year. It's called Ultraman. Yay. You should watch it. In which there's even a cool little like image of both the Gridman from the Wouldn't it be cool if we got a crossover? Gridman and the Ultraman. Hmm? Wouldn't it be cool if we got a crossover? Yeah. I, I mean, can... the animation's different, but... Oh, yeah, heavily different. But I can live without it. And uh, speaking of Gridman actors, um, Masaya Obi, the, who played Nato in the original Gridman series. Oh, so like the kid who transformed into him? Yeah. Cool. Uh, has recently had his restaurant bombarded with prank calls, likely due to the popularity of SSS Gridman. Hmm. The former actor has now been interacting with fans since the anime's debut, but it was seen. But was it seems like. It has become more popular than he hoped. His restaurant has been receiving prank calls anywhere from 50 to 100 calls a day. Even though Obi had a phone, uh, had the phone numbers of his establishment private and him not promoting his restaurant on Twitter. This was the second time he had to tell fans to stop calling and even explain to fans that these prank calls are obstructing his business and prevents actual customers from making reservations. If this continues, Obi stated that he has no choice but to close the shop. He also explains that the banning the fans from the restaurant and closing the restaurant would be simple 
but he doesn't want to resort to that. He concludes that he'll take a brief vacation, and should conditions not improve, he will delete his Twitter account. As of this writing, it seems like the actor already deleted his Twitter account. It is unknown if the store has, if the restaurant has shut down. Damn it, guys! Don't prank call. That's horrible. Well, it's not. Prank call might be a loose term. It probably just means like people bombarding him with questions. Oh. Where he's like, guys, guys, yes, I was that guy, but. Customers. That sucks. It does. Uh, it's kind of like with Gose Black's actor. He like he went to New York. Everybody bombarded him. He's like, guys, I'm here to do my own thing now. Like I appreciate all of you being like, oh hey, yeah, thanks for the awesome show. But guys, they have lives. Yep. Aww, that sucks. It's like when you go to a convention. Like we all know this guy. When you go to a convention and they refer to like an actor as their character's name, or it's like they like they joke around with it and it's like, like they, they smell bad, like they have bad breath and they don't really take care of themselves. There's always that one guy. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, Ultraman Rube, the movie DX Makoto Crystal official images have been revealed. It does not have a giant face. Zero out of ten. It has it right there. Well, no, no, I mean like. Oh, on it, yeah. Yeah, because remember how the the zenith crystal or the Kiwami crystal had like the giant face, and then you flip it open. Mm-hmm. So this time it's just like the, I want to say that's the Minato family symbol, and then you got red, blue, and yellow for Rosso, blue, and Grigio. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So, the DX Makoto Crystal costs 1,980 yen and is currently available. Cool. I will admit, I might pick this up, but I still have to pick up a ton of other things. Yep. Looks cool, at least. Looks like a Beyblade. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just the head of it makes it look like a Beyblade. And yes, it does interact with the uh, Rube Corrin. Next news story. Uh, we got a f- official promotional image of the Figma Gridman and Grid Knight. So we now have a actual image of Grid Knight. Spoilers. Oh no! Spoilers for a purple, orange, black character. I mean, we haven't gotten that far in the show, so. Yeah. And looks all right. I think he looks neat. I think the color scheme should be a bit better. Yeah, but just... Like the thick grid man. Well, I get what they're going for. It's like, he, like, the... It's kind of like with Transformers. It's like, if you make an Optimus, chances are there'll be a Nemesis Prime as well, which is should... Which, this should have just been, like, a dark color. Like, where the black is, make it silver. And where the purple is, make it black. So it's, like, black and silver. With like dark blue highlights with with red eyes. And we also and apparently Good Smile is also hinted at making figmas of the kaijus. Cool. And our first teaser image is of Go Googilas. Googilas? Googilas. Yeah, he was from the first episode. Okay. The guy with the long neck sticking out. Oh yeah, killed that that girl. Yep, yeah, uh, killed killed the high schoolers. It's like oh, you. Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, no other information has come out about these figures, but they'll probably come. Oh, pre-orders will begin on January nineteenth. Hmm. But uh, speaking of figures that do have an official release date now. Uh, the, the Nendodroid? Uh, Nendroid. Yeah, the Nendroid of Akane Shinjo has come out, in which we see her with a few of her accessories. Uh, there's, uh, what's his face? Alexis. Alexis. Yeah, there's a laptop with Alexis, and some clay figures of kaijus. So you get Goog, you get Googilus, 
And you also get the other kaiju from the second episode. You, you know, it's sad when you're, you have a tokusatsu themed show and you have kaijus, but you never refer to them by their name in the episode at all. That's bad writing, I find, personally. Uh, the Nendroid Shin, uh, Akane Shinjo will run, or will be for 4,630 yen. Um, uh, Pre-orders will go on until February 13, 2019. There is currently no release date, though. So is, is there a release date? Let's scroll down a bit more. Um, no. Nope, no release date yet. So it looks, it looks cute. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't buy it. What I would buy, though, is apparently the mini plot of SSS as Gridman. So with due to the success of the Denko Chojin Gridman mini plus, it of course makes sense to release mini plus of the new Gridman. All right. It just kind of doesn't work. Because when that, the Figma element looks better than this prototype that we have here, because they're both roughly prototypes, which mm -hmm. is the new Gridman's more skinny in a way, like he, like he's more abstract. Yeah. Or is that the right word? Abstract. Yeah, I get it. Abstract. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, there's currently no release date or pricing for this, but apparently it'll, it will come out in the summer of 2019. Cool. And our last news story for today, apparently a Akane Shinjo and Rika Mini Plus have been teased. Cool. Because of course. Well, I mean, I'm, I want to get the Figma of Rika, so... Okay, so we got the Nendroids. We got Figmas. Yeah, Mini Plus. Now we got mini plus. This is figure. <laughs> well, fi Figma is the closest thing that you're going to get to a figure word. That's true. Um, one to one scale. <laughs> body pillow. <laughs> uh, there are body pillows. I've, I've showcased them on the show. Yeah. Yes, you have. Unfortunately. <laughs> no. Because goddess. Uh. Also, I might as well talk, if you're wondering when we're getting back to uh, SSS Gridman, uh, we start, we'll st we're uh, starting to talk about it again in February, and then we'll, we're taking like a bit off, but then starting in March, we'll be finishing it. Like from March onwards, we'll finish it. Yep. But with that out of the way, I guess we should uh, start Rube. <gasps> What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't feel like a Rube episode. What the actual hell did I just watch? <laughs> I am not joking. What did I just watch? It, it just... Yes, Lane just said it correctly. It, just, it did not feel like an Ultraman Rube episode. It was funny. I'll admit that. It just doesn't fit with the rest of the series. Yeah, like, I, I get what the whole point of the episode was about and stuff, but it just, for me, it was personally kind of boring. Mm -hmm. I even feel myself, like, nodding off of it when I was watching it, <laughs> sadly, so. Oh, that was me with the Ultraman X episode, but we'll get to that. Oh, uh, I like the X episode. But yeah, so the episode begins with a alien news network talking about uh, Earth's destruction coming up. Well, it was just like, oh, yeah, planet flew up yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, see that planet over there? No, exactly. It blew up like a few days ago. Yep. <laughs> and there they go. Kiss. It's like about these like two producers, alien producers who are trying to like make a documentary or something. Well, no. It's just... So we have two aliens. One is an alien Zaraba and one of them is a alien Mephilus. And their boss is a alien Chival, aka, you know, Excellers race. But he did not sound like Exceller, so it's kind of, okay, my 
minus two points to you. Yeah, I'm sad because it's like, it's like <laughs> but, hey, if it helps, it makes Exceller stand out more. It does, mm. and he also had a giant mech suit. Yeah. <laughs> is Ultraman an instrument? Now Exceller Ultraman is not an instrument. Zone Fighter isn't either. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's about these two producers having to get footage of uh of just you know people talking about Earth's destruction, and it's like, well, we need to get a big highlight reel. Oh, why not Kane or not Kane Shinjo? Ugh, I'm thinking of Gridman now. Uh, hey, what about Saki? No, no, she already said no to us. Okay, and like they're going for like all the interviews that they did, and it's like, wait, isn't that Ushio Minato? You mean the guy that started the war on Planet Bot? Yeah, because apparently one of the aliens bought like a spaced out shirt. Yeah. Or no, Planet Bado. Yeah. And apparently that started a war. In which we actually saw that alien during the interviews wearing that shirt. Like holding a shirt up in like a pick in like a mural. Yeah. The war. And I'm just I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, what? What? You went to war over a shirt? Over a shirt. Over a shirt. Went to war over a shirt. Then again, I think we, I think us as a human race would probably do something that stupid. Probably. I mean, look at the president that America has right now. Oh, don't talk about him. No. Don't get political and ultra rich. No, unless we want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... I don't know. And then, and then there's one other comment about Ushio that fucking struck a huge stick for Gawker. Oh, yeah. Okay, so one thing I do want to get out of the way, though, is that we find out that Ushio is 50 years old. Yeah. It's like, damn, he looks good for his age. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so the alien data that showed up in the previous <laughs> episode from the Halloween episode. He's being interviewed, and he has, like, his whole head, like, fucking, like... Filter. Fucking censored. Yeah, censored. But it's like... Like it's pixelized. But it's like... We don't know. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Who could it be? And like, you hear his voice and it's, it's like... He already had like a low voice already. <laughs> and it's even lower. <laughs> yeah, and so then he's like... Yeah, he's like a... He's like a father of Ultra. But yes, I have news about Ushio. He is a father of Ultra. Father of... He's father of Ultra? Yeah, so this the producers immediately think that Ushio is fucking father of Ultra. And they're like, well, I mean, I guess I guess he, even he would need a disguise if he went on Earth. So. Yeah, I mean, usually he dresses up as Santa Claus, but all right. Right? Uh, so yeah. They, they, they kidnap... They kidnap uh, him uh, and try they, to make no, him... No, they kidnap Asahi. And what's it's like, um... Mephilus goes up... Like, they have human disguises. So Mephilus goes up to Ushio and be like, oh, yeah, your your daughter's kidnapped. You gotta go save her. And it's like, okay. Turns out it's just Zaraba uh, taking a human, uh, taking her disguise. Oh, yeah. One of their first ideas was to fucking just pretend Maybe. to be Saki, turn fucking kaiju size, and just start destroying the city. And then the troopers like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I said a documentary, not a fucking action show. Not a dramatization. Crap. But yeah, it's just like a giant Saki just like fucking hitting a building and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell was that about? What just happened? Yeah. So then, yeah, so Ushio goes to like fight Os rescue Asahi, and then like they have like the they found like the detonator for the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, the detonator was just a few switches because like, oh, because Mephilus' show got canceled uh, by uh, by Chibul. So he's now gone just straight crazy, hoping that he'd get numbers again and the show wouldn't get canceled. Mm -hmm. And then Zaraba kind of was like, wait, so I'm going I'm gonna die too? Yes, but don't worry. It'll be worth it for the numbers. You, you've gone crazy, bro. Like, straight up crazy. Oh yeah, it caught me and you saw me right here. Oh, yeah. The Ultraman of the show. I know. What is this, two episodes now where they're not the focus? So then, like, Ushio, like, realized... Well, I, I think that's probably the point. They wanted to give, like, Asahi an episode and then Ushio an episode. So now, next week, we're going to go back to, like, 
the normal plot. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, it's just uh, Katsumi and Isami come. Uh, they come to help to save the day because Bayimos and such. <laughs> but uh, they transform. Uh, they transform. They fight alien Mephilus. The cute thing that I found in this episode was. When Ushio had to cut the wires to cancel the detonation of the bombs, you you see just the quirky fights that Katsumi and Isami are doing as Rosso and Blue against Mephilus. Mm-hmm. Like, you see them run run behind him. You see them fight with trees. And it's like, oh, I'll use my sound ability on you. Rosso turns into his wind form, and thus they make a snow appear. <laughs> like, they get cold enough to make it snow. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they defeat Mephilus. Ushio saves the day. Finds out he turns out he made a promise to his wife that he would just keep making shirts for the rest of his life. The rest of his life. So he's like, I don't care if the world will like if the world is going to be blown up. I'll continue making shirts even to, to the next tomorrow. day. Yep. I'm like, good for him. Good for him. He has a goal in life. Ten points to Gryffindor. Oh yeah, and he made a new new shirt. It's called the Happy and Blue shirt. Yeah, I didn't like it. I liked it. Right. It was a happy color. It is. It's a very calm color. But yeah, uh, Alien Zarba films the second half of the Ushio interview and goes up. You know, like everybody's all happy. And then, you know, and the, like the episode ends with Saki being like, oh yeah, the Earth's still being destroyed. Thanks. Thanks. You didn't have to remind me. Um, so next week... It's apparently a uh, Darling-focused episode. Yeah, so Darling, like, rebels against Saki and then takes over King Joe's body, which I am now dubbing her as King Darling. King Darling. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Whenever I hear the word Darling in Japanese, I always think of uh, Scorpina and Goldar's uh, Sentai counterparts because they were a husband and wife duo oh. in Z-Ranger, and they had a kid at the end of the show. Which, it was just a baby with, like, a foam, like, crowned around its head. Hmm. And Rita was all like, where'd the kid come from? Where do you think? Where do you fuck? How do you fuck? How do you fuck? Oh, yeah, so, like, we're trying to think of a thumbnail for this episode. So, I, I remember that I brought up the that we should do a thumbnail of... Okay, have you ever watched Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius? There's this character named Sheen. And he loves this superhero called Ultra Lord. And so, like, he, he goes to visit him in the park and he gets, like, an Ultra Lord, like, mask to, like, dress, like, to, like, pretend to be Ultra Lord. So then, like, when he reunites with his parents or his dad, like, at the end of the movie, he's just like, Ultra Dad! Ultra Son! And they, like, hug it out. So, so what I might do for the thumbnails, I'll take the screenshot of Ushio and, uh, and Asahi. And basically just put the Ultra Lord open around their face. There you go. Uh, Ultra Dad. Ultra Son. Ultra Dad, Ultra Son. There you go. Uh, That needs to be an Ultraman series. What? Ultraman series where the two Ultramen are father and son. Make that-ish series. No! Family of Ultramen. We already have that. No, but like a show based around a family of Ultraman. Oh, that sounds stupid. I mean, we're kind of close to it a little bit because now we have like Rosso Blue and then we have Gregory. Yeah, Gregory. Yeah, Ultra Ultraman Gregory. <laughs> All right. Her name's Grigio, even though it should be like Ultra Woman Asahi or something. Shit. Not fucking. I don't know. That that's kind of giving away secret identity. Anyways, let's go next. Somewhere over the rainbow, your final form arrives. It's funny, my favorite version of that song is by the Hawaiian guy. Oh, yeah. The one that just like makes I, you want to fucking I, cry. I, I know. You don't have to remind me that I have dark memories of that song now. Aww. I won't get into it. But uh, yes, Ultraman X episode twelve, end of the rainbow. This episode is basically 
how Daichi and Ultraman X get their final form. Yeah, and X does that thing again where he, like, you know, tries to do shit on his own. And oh, I'll take care of it. No, just... There you go. Just pop, just disappears. What happened? Meanwhile, in Africa, what did you do? For where'd he go? Where did you? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, so this random woman shows up. Uh, she's apparently confirmed to be called Gina Spector at the end of the episode. And she's played by the actress who played Yoko Minato, aka Comrade Monica from Comrade Guy. Really? Yes, that was her. That was her. Yep. So that means when like you see her fighting and stuff, since she's a suit actor, she can do that. Suit actress. Yeah, whatever. So when she was fighting Asuna, she was like. <laughs> so yeah, since we hit the halfway point of Ultraman X, what should be the next kaiju to fight? Fuck it, let's bring back Demaga. Hey, Demaga was cool. Oh, Demaga is always cool. I still have my vinyl figure of him. Oh yeah. Up there, Garibaros and Godzilla Earth. There you go. Godzilla Earth. Mm. I have to think about that. Something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, this random energy source comes down to Earth and hits the newly awakened Damaga, and thus he now becomes Sugarugi Damaga, which Sugarugi apparently means like a blade in Japanese or something. Yeah. Or like it's a type of sword in, ja in uh, Japan. Because when Damaga turns into that new form, he has like giant claws sticking out of him like everywhere. Yeah. Did you not see that? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I I really like this episode. I like that like Daichi like he he's so he, he's so close with X that like he's willing to like go digital to like and like search endlessly to find him. Mm -hmm. So like I I really like I really like like the bonding that like Ultraman yeah, X and Daichi now. have because like it's you you can really feel it. Like I even understand where X is coming from. It's like. Like, they're losing against the villain because when the energy hit hit Damaga, it also weakened X. So, so that they both didn't die, X, you know, sacrificed Daichi by legit just popping him out of him. Which, that's why, like, he didn't, like, softly land on the ground. It's like, he popped out and, like, he tumbled to the ground. Just, like, not all the way down, but, like, as soon as he got close enough to the ground, he just tumbled. Yeah. Which I'm like... I like that. Yeah, and then, that, like, that felt a bit more real. And then he had like, you know, he had to be bed rest and stuff like that. It's... And then it's like, oh, Doctor Garman will, help, will like take care of you. And I'm like, wait, he's an actual like medical doctor? He's a doctor. Or or, or by take care of him, I think this mean watch him. <laughs> Don't dissect him. God damn it. Don't dissect him already halfway in. Yeah, no, no, what? just don't dissect him. It's oh, back in his drawer. <laughs> It's okay, Professor. She woke up. Dawn. I was so close. There's always next time, Professor. There's always <laughs> next time. Can. It's from the episode Futurama where uh, Leela's having the dream where, like, everyone's from Wizard of Oz. Oh. But then she wakes up and, like, I was having such a wonderful dream, except you were there and you were there and you were there. And it's like they warned the professor that she's up. You see a box he's holding called Leela's Organs. <laughs> and he was like, Darn, I'm so close. Next time, Professor. There's always next time. It's like, oh my it's god. awful. <laughs> There's always next time. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, X digitizes. Digifies? Digimodify? I don't know. They find, they find the He radio. poofed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then, yeah, Daichi had to go find him. In the cyber world? Yeah. Because, like, even Dr. Gorman's asking him, it's like, why are you doing this? Because I love X. Well, he's like, well, no, X has always been there for me, and if it weren't for X, I would have died year, like, back when Damaga first happened. Mm -hmm. So I kind of owe him. All right, just to inform you, you only got a few minutes in there. Pulls lever. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, he goes into the cyber world, which is just a bunch of cubes everywhere. Oh, but he did have a dream about his parents. So we have new footage of his parents. 
And then they got snapped by by Thanos. <laughs> That's awful. Well, oh, come on. How other like what other way can you describe it? Sorry, I think you're a little too obsessed with Infinity War. Own that. Own that. Own that. Gar, you painted yourself purple. That means nothing. <laughs> your figures, your steelbook copy of Infinity War. Okay, I might have liked the movie a bit, a, a bit too much. Okay, I loved it. I loved it. All right, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Avengers Endgame coming April. Avengers Endgame coming end of April. Oh, we're gonna get a lot of good shit this next like few months. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Of course so. I hope so. But yeah, uh, Mamoru and Ryu. Uh, Ryu? Yeah. Mamoru and Ryu join Asuna and fight Scorpion Lady. Which it's like... <laughs> so Damaga shows back up. And uh, Watcher and Hayato are fighting him off. And it's like... Asuna, we need you right now. Ruby picks up the communicator. She's like, we can't right now. We're playing some crazy freaking cosplay chick. Snake lady. That, that referred to her as a cosplay chick. Yeah, no, and I love that, like, she's like, oh, I hope you just keep to wearing, like, your stupid out stupid outfits or whatever. And I'm just like, whoa, Asuna with the burn. <laughs> um, so then, like, yeah, they the Gower, they send the... Uh, her the Cyber Gomer card, and then she summons Cyber Gomer, and she, like, I guess, like, uh, instantly bonds with him as enough that th she can use him to fight. Hey, if you do this for me, I'll give Daichi a handy. Okay, he's been very stressed out recently. <laughs> no, and even later, like, when, like, they reunite or whatever like that, like, also gives Daichi a pretty fucking, like, it's not like I don't like you. hug. It's not like I don't like you, Baka. Yeah, like, she even calls him, like, an idiot. Yeah. So, like, yeah, obviously you can tell there's, like, some sexual tension between Daichi and Well, Asuna. not sexual tension, but, like, romantic intentions. Yeah. She, she likes them. <laughs> Daichi and the Beast. So that, that's the end of the episode. Daichi and the Beast. Daichi and the Beast. Daichi and the Beast. Daichi and the Beast. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. It's gotta be full on Disney. There you go. And the best. No, I put beast. Um. <laughs> Daichi and the beast. Yeah, you, and you gotta keep that space, that no space in there. Oh, for, but no, keep no. It, keep it, keep it. You're keeping it. Right. it. You're keeping it. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> I love when you make mistakes like that. So amazing. Um. So yeah. So then uh, they defeat what's his face? Zara, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh yeah. Um. So. Uh, Gina Spector released her own spark doll, which is uh, Zaragus. Zaragus, which was apparently from original Ultraman. Yeah, Zaraba was the radio oh, yeah. alien from yeah. Rube episode. Zaraba, Zaragus, else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then um. So then, like Daichi's still trying to find X, whatever, like that, and then he finds him because he gets like the rainbow blade. Yeah, because, again, uh, before he went to the cyber world, he had a dream about his parents and how he was telling them about rainbows. And they're like, oh, wow, Daichi, you're so smart. And it's like, thank you. And like, I'm like, deep down, they, they think he's very stupid. Oh, uh, well, Daichi's a smart guy. Smart kid. Uh, yeah, and then just, like, as uh, before, like, the the muschetti or whatever like that was about to get like fucking knocked out of the sky this X just comes in just goes Wah! yeah because right when Daichi grabbed the blade X's data went back into his X divisor and just magically popped out of the headquarters yeah, and reappeared I kind of wish that would have been better explained yeah same um and then they turn into exceed X and it's not that bad it, don't worry the beta spark armor makes it look a lot better Okay. But that's only in the movie. Oh, okay. Well, that's still. Because, like, when, when you think about, like, Ultraman Orb Origin, like, that's it's a very simple final form, but it's not a final form because it's his original form. The final form he it. gets is his first form. Yeah. And then in G, you get Royal Mega Master, which you can tell that is, like, a very, very different uh, version of what he's normally, well, like, like it's what happens when you become more, like, I don't know, he had a piece of Ultraman King with him, so it's like, what, when you be, finally get acknowledged from royalty or something? Yeah, I guess so. 
no, but I'm just saying like how it like looks very different yeah. from like his original like primitive. But like Exceed X, I don't see too much of a difference. It just he he has this like rainbow on him, and yeah. then he has like this like kind of like crest on like his forehead. Well, that's because like when he touches the crest, it becomes the X Lugger. Yeah, the X Lugger. No X, is... no X Lugger. Oh, X Lugger. Okay. It's not even called the X Slugger. That would have been better. Yeah. Call it the X Slugger. Let's fuck see. it, I'm calling it the X-Slugger. Alright. According to Crunchyroll, it's called the X-Lugger. No, fuck that. X-Slugger. X-Slugger. Uh, Thanks, it, Slugger. It has to be called the X-Slugger. Like, come on. Uh, anyways, so then, yeah, it has, like, a cool, like, touchpad thingy where you go, like, weep, 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 and, like... Hey, remember Orb Trinity's weapon? Yeah. Yeah, it's just that. Oh. So the Orb Trinity weapon, is this a retool of the X-Slugger? Wow. Hey. You gotta be cheap when you gotta be cheap. Oh, and also when you, he was using some armors beforehand, and uh, he was using the Zetal one, and he was like teleporting. Yeah, it's like that was. Cool. I didn't know he could do that. Hey, did you know he could do that? Shut. Also, it made me realize that it's really funny that an Ultraman's using the power of Zetal, which Zetal was the first monster kaiju to defeat Ultraman, or at least per perma kill one. Yeah, perma kill Ultraman. So. Never forget, Zetan killed Ultraman. And then humans fucking defeated him. Yep. I like that. It was a win. I, I know. I saw it on my Dala screen. Fuck, I still wish in the episode where they were fighting Zetan and X, UPG. Took down Zetan? Yeah. D d d no, no, just, that would be the lowest blow ever. That, 50 years later. That's UPG Zio. Yeah. But no, just. Like, 50 years later, freaking humans can still kick Zeton's ass over Ultraman. Yeah, even better, because it's fucking, like, new technology. Anyways. Um, it's a good debut episode for a final form. Yeah, my, like, it's cool, but, my, like... My only, my only nitpick about it is that I kind of wish it just... When he did his finishing attack, which is the X succeed slash... That was it for Demaga. It's not he reverted back to normal and then X reverted back to normal as well and did the zip the Zendium Ray. Mm -hmm. It's like I I kind of wish it just blew yeah. up, but it's like it wouldn't have followed the same way that they do with all the other kaiju's and turned the spark dolls. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. So that's essentially it. Like, got introduced to a new villain, got yeah. a new form, which that leads into. Uh, the next episode, which is the first team up of the new generation heroes, Ultraman X with Ultraman Ginga and Ultraman Victory. So yeah, Victory shows up. Yeah, boy. He goes fucking uh, night, which I'm super happy yeah. Ultraman Victory Night. Yep. Night form. Yep. And for Daichi's Monster Lab, you got Zaragus and Ultraman Exceed X form. Oh yeah, and for the Rube Capsule Navi, for some reason it was Red King. He wasn't even in the episode. I know. Well, like, you're, you're not even the... We're, we're starting to not realize what it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when Rube was pretty consistent with its storytelling. Yeah, yeah, that was when Eisen fucking was still a thing. And remember when Eisen was a thing? Yeah, Eisen made the show fucking great. Remember the better times? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Saki's boring. Uh oh, I will admit, everything after episode thirteen, or like everything after episode twelve for Rube, has kind of gone downhill a bit. Yeah. Like, like it, it's it, it's staying at that okay area, but it's not. It's not been like, oh my goodness, it's so good. It's just been saying that, eh, it's okay. I don't know, I feel like they had, like, better ideas. They just didn't go with them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe this is what happens when you try and swap out your villain. That's why I was wrong with Eisen. Or at least keep him around still. Like... Don't just write him out of the show. Let him team up with the fucking Monado brothers. Like, keep Orb Dark still being a thing. Like, come on. Fuck. Yeah, even I'll admit Saki is a bit... Like, I don't even know what Saki is. No, exactly. Oh, my good friend, my old friend, my old friend, my old... How old are you? What are you? Are you even a she? 
Yeah, see, at least, like, a few episodes after we got introduced to Aizen, we found out who the fuck he is. Just, oh, I'm an alien that took over. Yeah. Took a... over this poor man's body, and I wanted to become an Ultraman. So, Rube, you're, you're, you're slipping a bit. So you gotta get back on track. You got... Wait... 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. You got seven episodes to fix your rap. Fix your fucking shit. The finale better be fucking amazing. It's sad when the first episode of the clip show's doing better than your actual show. By the way, if you haven't yet, search for Ultraman friggin' New Generation Chronicles Episode 1. It is really good. Like, like, oh, what are we gonna do for this, for this year's clip, uh, clip season? Why don't we just have it in actual theater and they're watching old clips? Okay. Okay. And let's get Riku in there. He'll always come back. Riku will always come back. How they start off, like, uh, the first episode of New Generations Chronicle is that him and Pega are at a special screening of a Dawnshine project. But then it's like, oh, hey, look, it's me. It's Ultraman Gene. But it's like, it goes over, like, all the other new generation heroes except for zero but it's like all right that's fine but then it's like just riku showed up and i'm like oh freak i was not expecting riku wow but yeah it, it's sad when the clip season is doing better than the actual show yeah so step it up rube rube you gotta step it up man you're, you're stumbling you gotta, you gotta get off those drugs yeah, I got back to that Minato thing. Oh, boy. So, yeah, this was episode 64 of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, Daichi and the Beast. <laughs> oh, boy. Nah. Oh, man. Uh, this will be a fun 2019, yeah, I feel. 2019, we got so much planned. God damn it, God. Hey. No, that's really good that you planned this far ahead. Oh, yeah. And uh, next week... For uh, episode 65, we'll be starting, not SSS Gridman, but we will be talking, since it'll be the fourth episode since, we'll be talking about two more episodes of Denko Chojin Gridman. Oh yeah, baby. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication for listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, Leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for lame. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.